0: Gotta project, project. Before we get into this episode, everybody, just another quick reminder and disclaimer. We do not work in the drag industry. We are not drag professionals by any means. We are truly fans of RuPaul's Drag Race and all of its entities and are just giving our opinions. By no means do we think that our opinion is solid and gold. It is truly just us watching a TV show that we both love and discussing our feelings with everybody. So please do not take this as us proclaiming we are professionals in the drag community because we are Are not. not. (laughs) (laughs) Good day, good day, good day, everybody. I'm getting better. Welcome back to Escaping Reality, the podcast where friends get together and discuss reality competition series to escape the dumpster fire that is 2021 because it's still happening. We're still in a pandemic. I'm still depressed. Moving on! Hello! Welcome, everybody. Make sure if you are not already, you are subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts or that you follow us on Spotify Podcasts so you always get notified when new episodes come out. If you want, leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, make sure you are following us on Instagram at Pod and on Twitter at ESC reality pod as well. Slide into those DMs, comment on stuff, let us know your thoughts and your feels about everything that we discuss. We are discussing episode two of RuPaul's Drag Race, Damanda, the Snatch Game episode. You are here with me, glorious, beautiful, sexy Nick, and my equally beautiful, gorgeous, and sexy roommate, Agatha
1: hi guys
0: she's clearly very excited to be here and not at all hung over from last night
1: no i'm definitely not hungover. (laughs) i'll tell you what pulled me out of my hangover watching drag race today and watching the snatch game it was a special episode of the snatch game which we're gonna get into but that did bring me joy i just i'm a little i'm a little tired but we're gonna get over it we're gonna talk about the fun beautiful show that is our favorite thing drag race so I'm ready.
0: Yeah, I'm very ready. But before we get into episode two... A quick recap of episode one, which was the Get to Know You Ball. The queens brought in different looks to describe their hometown in the No Place Like Home category. And also they showed off those body-yaddy-yaddies in the Born Naked Challenge. Our tops of the week were Miss Scarlett Adams, Karen from Finance, and Art Simone. And our bottoms were Miss Electra Shock, Coco Jumbo, and Jojo Zaho. The winner who came out on top Miss Karen from finance, and she took home a cash tip of $3,000. Electroshock and Jojo Zaho found themselves lip syncing for their lives to tragedy by the Bee Gees, with Miss Jojo Zaho being the first eliminated queen of RuPaul's drag race down under. I think last week we started off strong with a really good episode. I loved it, that lip sync. I'm still gagged over
1: it. It was so good. It was so good. It really, I think it gave you this really hype moment for episode two. And then as we'll discuss later, we did not live up to that hype with the second
2: with, the second with a second
1: But it was like a very high energy. It was a great, really great first episode. As you guys know, you guys know Stacy from the pod. She is not on this episode yet. She's gonna come on later in the season but she watched her first ever episode of Drag Race was that one. And we were like-
0: It was a good one to start with. It was a
1: good one to start with. It was super fun. The lip sync was so good. The challenge was great. There were so many fun costumes, whether or not you liked them or not, or costumes, outfits- walls there were so many really fun outfits whether or not we loved them all it was like it was so cool to see how they interpreted it so cool to see how they worked within those categories and it was just a really great way to start off the season our biggest takeaway was that we loved all of the queens and we were just we we're sad to see any of them go. So
0: yeah, it's I a great—it's
1: a mark of a great start.
0: You know, I think it was a great first episode, especially for a new franchise. Like they might like this is the first episode of Drag Race Down Under ever, and it really started off strong. It gave us some good drama with like the workroom entrances and some of the queens being shady already, giving us some tea. We had the drama of Anita and Kitamine knowing each other, being business partners, and then also Electra Shock being their employee. And they gave us some of that. We also got some great workroom conversations about body image and also Australian natives and their treatment. And so we got, it was a very well rounded first episode. And I think a great way to kick off this brand new franchise of Drag Race Down Under.
1: Yeah, I thought it was great.
0: Just for a quick reminder of you all, we are picking our queen's of every week people that we think are going to make it far or will possibly take home the crown from episode one my pick was karen from finance not just because she won the first episode i think her overall edit and her overall story is so far very reminiscent of past winners especially Lawrence cheney who has just won drag race uk season two and so of that Karen from Finance has really skyrocketed to the top of my list and Miss Aggie had Miss Art Simone for her episode one pick
1: and now she's gone
0: yeah spoiler she's gonna have to pick somebody else for episode
1: (laughs) yeah I think it wasn't unwarranted after episode one because she did do very well she's And I think we'll talk as the episode goes on about just our shock in general at her going home, but also just how she's a strong drag queen, no matter the edit. So I'm not, I don't feel bad about choosing her.
0: I'm I'm sad she's
1: gone, TBH. She was my
0: Meet the Queen's pick. So Yeah,
1: so we will get into it and see how we feel, but I love her.
0: After Jojo Zaho sashays away, the queens come back into the workroom and immediately Art Simone has a cutaway being like, Karen for finance is my number one competition. I should have won. I have the best looks here. I know I have the best looks. I'm the best queen here. She's feeling a little plucked that she didn't get recognized for that.
1: I don't disagree with her in that critique. I actually do think she has the strongest looks and I was looking forward to seeing the rest of the ones she had brought with her because I thought her entrance look was great. I thought both her ball outfits were absolutely stunning. So I think she's not wrong in that sense. I just felt like those are big words. And I think it comes from someone being confident in her talent and confident in what she loves to do. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't upset. I was just more like, episode two?
0: Yeah. I think she's gorgeous. I think I've rewatched parts of episode one throughout this week. I've seen a lot of clips online. And I think why Karen came away with the first win was because she sold looks like she put on a character with them and like was able to present both looks in fun campy ways to the judges whereas art simone kind of just like wore the outfits and presented the outfits like a model to the judges which was gorgeous nonetheless i think they're she looked beautiful in both of her runways but it wasn't necessarily like showing you much about her personality and i think karen was able to show you who she was and i think that was kind of the point of the book so it was like the get to know you ball
1: yeah i think it just kind of it's how you interpret what each queen was really bringing to it and i think i wish we'd had some background i love when you get to hear how people came up with their names like mm-hmm. how they came up with their drag name me just thinking about art simone and her name being art as part of her name, it makes me think that that is potentially who she is. She's considering herself as art that she is presenting to the world. So right. in that way, she's going to do it differently. She's yeah. going to present herself a little bit more reserved potentially in that way. And that she's presenting her art, which is her drag. So yeah, it, I agree that Karen from finance definitely had more of a persona. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Is it, uh, that's not the word. You know what I mean? She had more of a, like, I think it's character. I think you yeah, said it already, but she had like a character of the person walking down the runway, which we gagged over. Cause we were like, I mean, you know that girl at the races Mm -hmm. who's drunk and falling down and you know crying about her boyfriend who's left her at the races or whatever so (laughs) I think in that regard she's like it was a very like it was something you knew it immediately like you looked at her and you were like I know that girl and with Art Simone it was like that's beautiful but again Karen has said she's like a campy comedy queen and Art Simone, I think, has gone on record to be like, I am making art. I do believe she said that at some point, so.
0: It, like, gets into, like, this weird sticky situation of drag race of, like, how do you judge the two, like, all these Mm -hmm. different forms of drag? Because you have art who, again, like, we didn't see much, but, like, from what she came across as on the runway is very much, like, the fashion girl, the model girl, the Violet Tchotchke, if you will, showing off the body and the looks. And then you have, like, Karen, who's, like, campy, over the top, got to put a character. And then you have, like, Electro Shock, who's the dancer, Girl who is going to show off like her moves and she's a performer. And so, like, it's hard to put them all together and then be like, this is the best one because Mm -hmm. they're not always going to be the best at every single thing.
1: Yeah. And that's like part of the beauty of Drag Race because there's a space for all types of queens, which is Mm -hmm. lovely. But it's also, you're kind of like, it's hard to compare them. I think our takeaway after episode one is I didn't want anyone to go home because I thought they'd all done a really good job. I was like, they all showed up, they all came here and like they're all doing something different. but it's all good like none of it's them all were valid. Yeah, yeah all of it's valid and all of it was good I didn't I didn't dislike any one queen yeah if I dislike a look here or there like that is what it is but I think overall it's just it's hard to compare It's hard to compare. So we just get the joy of watching it play out for us.
0: Also in the workroom, Karen brings up a point of, I've set the bar really high for myself on that first episode. Coming out with the first win, judges having zero critiques and just giving her all the praise. So she's feeling that pressure of being like, I now have to live up to that standard every week. And like, that is, that's like the double-edged sword of winning the first challenge, you know? For
1: sure. For sure. And I think we'll talk during sash game she is a really good drag queen and so i think she'll i think she's going to go through things all season long where she like maybe has highs and lows but i think consistently she's going to serve good runway. She's going to be funny and she's going to mm-hmm. find ways to show who she is in no matter what they're doing. So I'm excited to see where she goes from here. But it's hard, right? When you win the first challenge. I think this is true on any competition show. When The you, only
0: way to go, the only place to go now is down.
1: Yeah, and I think you put yourself in a situation where it's kind of like, I've impressed them so they know they've noticed. But I feel like Project Runway, this happens a lot where like someone has a really good first week or two, but then the rest of the season they're making similar clothes. And -hmm. the judges are like, can you do anything else? And they're kind of like, no, this is my aesthetic. This is my style. And they're like, okay, well, you're going to go home now. Or on Top Chef, if they have a really good first dish, and then their next one is like mediocre, they end up in the bottom, not rather than the middle, because they're like, where was your really good? Right.
0: You set the it, standard, and yeah. now like, you have to meet that standard and all so the time.
1: I think it can be hard on those contestants, because judges start to compare within your own performance. So you might not be the bottom of the whole group, but it's the bottom of your performance throughout the competition. So they put you in the bottom and it's like, but was I the worst? Of all of us, maybe not. But because you have this like bar here and when I didn't need it, you're like, well, they have to be in the bottom as a way for us to be like, no, no, no. And it's like, maybe we should have not done that.
0: (laughs) In all the drama of coming back into the workroom, we did have a little fun moment where some of the queens describe what a shoey is to the other queens. And then we see them performing the act of a shoey. I didn't know what this was. I am not Australian. Did you? Have you heard Um, of a shoey?
1: I've heard of it. It's just where you pour a beer in a yeah, shoe it, it looks like,
0: it. Yeah, it looks like a boot and rally.
1: Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. Yeah,
0: so we have this But we did it out of a
1: heel, which is so much more fun.
0: Yeah. Do we think that there's actually alcohol in there, or are they just, like, acting?
1: I mean, Electroshock kept drinking it. It's a lot to commit to a bit after everyone else has gone to see Kylie Minogue on the screen. You're still drinking the beer out of the shoe, like, if it's not actually in there. But I think they were all like, I need a drink after that elimination so i would hope to god there was at least one alcohol in there
0: something you did bring up that miss kylie minogue makes a little guest spot in the yes, first she half does. Of the episode just saying hello and then immediately leaving
1: nick you're underselling her she drops at least seven song titles in her conversation with them in her little video she drops at least seven of her own song titles in it i was like How is this related to the challenge? I don't totally know. I didn't totally get it. But I was like, Kylie, no, you look stunning. You look fantastic. Quarantine is treating you well, bitch.
0: There has to have been like an issue with like filming Drag Race Down Under and like getting actual guest
1: judges. I'm wondering if quarantine rules were very, very strict. Yeah. And so they were like, if you can't quarantine for 14 days on the set, you can't be on the set.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering if that's what it was. Cause that like, would
1: be my guess. They were, I mean, to go to Australia, you had to you got off the plane and they bust you to a hotel and you were forced to quarantine. Right. During COVID. So which I think is still happening technically now, but now you like can't Yeah. Cause really, like I
0: don't in. think that we're going to get any actual guest I don't know judges. If we will. I think we're just gonna get these random guests Yeah, been doing.
1: Which I don't hate, but I just it feels like a lot of it could fall to, like, Reese and Michelle and RuPaul as, like, well, you guys are the only people who've really seen them. You know what I mean? Like, you've right. had no other perspective on them as drag queens. Yeah. Like, it's it's literally just the three of you.
0: But on the other side of that, though, they will have been able to see, like, where you started and how you have continued to grow. Like, ElectroShock, we can see, like, this you are in the bottom of the first episode, but maybe, like, in three more episodes, you're crushing the game. Like, they will have seen her journey, which also may be a positive side as well.
1: I think, though, that what's nice about a guest judge, especially one who hasn't seen any of them, it gives you perspective on, like, how is that queen perceived when potentially... Like, I think this works more in positive for queens or just contestants in general who have a bad, like, slump. Mm. Like, if they have three weeks, but one week the next week, the guest judge is like I loved them they were so on it they were so funny whatever they were I think that gives the other judges a moment to pause and be like are we just remembering her as bad because she's been bad three weeks in a row or are we Mm. really giving her a fresh set of eyes it's like when I get a new class of kids and everyone's like you won't want to have this kid I'm like don't tell me that before I get them what if they're great or what if we have to give them an opportunity to be different you have to give them a chance to try again that can be hard when you've watched every single one of them but in the same vein they've also seen everything so they they can really judge your arc but i do think that like light of someone else seeing them and being like let me tell you what i see value in from that queen that you maybe don't remember or don't see as much because you've dealt with it in a different way
0: yeah. After we get this lovely little guest spot, though, from Miss Kylie Minogue, RuPaul walks in, "Gutai, gutai, gutai, ladies," and announces that today's maxi challenge is going to be the Snatch Game. <laughs> there's immediately confusion from all the queens being like it's episode two there's nine of us Mm -hmm. seems a little soon what were your thoughts we had thoughts i remember at the end of last week's episode when we saw that the preview was like we're playing the snatch game and it's like girl episode two
1: yeah our thoughts were more just like there's nine queens that's gonna be a long snatch game even though we're not gonna see all of it it's gonna be a long snatch game for rue for michelle for Reese, mm. we find out, like, again, no one is doing the Snatch Game. Like, Raven's not even doing the Snatch Game. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Michelle and Reese are doing the Snatch Game. I think for that reason, I was just like, it's a lot of queens to get through in that episode. Like, that's a lot of queens to get through.
0: It's also like, Snatch Game is probably the most difficult challenge, I think, on Drag Race.
1: Yeah, especially since I don't think... Okay, again, I've only watched a few seasons here and there, but I love them all. And I think the best Snatch Games are ones where people really embody a character, But I do think for a Snatch Game to go more successfully, you need to have a few comedy queens in the bunch Mm -hmm. to kind of like pump up the energy. Because I feel like the more people who are willing to like ham it up and like be kind of over the top and kind of fun and like really just get into it with Rue and Michelle or whoever is the guest spot people, I think that's when you have a really successful Snatch Game because it makes everyone else lower their guard. They're like, okay, I'm not going to get judged for going all in. Like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fun. And I feel like, we'll talk about it in a second, but I feel like this one, it was kind of, all the queens were good at, like, reading. I felt like some of them were very funny in conversation with Brew. But then when we got to the Snatch Game, they weren't as hilarious because it wasn't as much of a character or what have you. So
0: it has to be hard to do the Snatch Game with so many people because, like... It's just a lot of people. Sometimes Snatch Game, it's... Snatch Game is great, like, when the different impersonations like interact with each other Mm -hmm. like that's like what makes it fun and i feel there's so many that like they were stressed and they couldn't get to everybody and like it just like it felt like they weren't able to do yeah there was not a lot of banter
1: back and forth across the queens it was mostly if anything banter between michelle and the queens sometimes ruin the queens every once in a while reese and the queens but I do think like we just watched Bianca Del Rio and season six snatch game with um, Vendela Creme. and that snatch game is like unmatched. But it's it's just so funny because of the banter between the actual contestants on the snatch game because they're so funny they just like throw comments to each other. Bianca's judge Judy and she's interrupting people with her gavel like it's just you get to see more of their personality as that character. And right. this episode I felt like that was missing. It wasn't that other parts were necessarily terrible. It was just that banter was missing.
0: Yeah. Before they actually get to the snatch game, there is a little bit of workroom drama between Art Simone and Scarlett Adams. They both come out with their Bindy Irwin costumes and they're in discussion about who gets to be Bindy, why do they get to be Bindy? With Scarlett eventually saying, I have another character prepared. I can just do a different character. You take Bindy Irwin.
1: Mm-hmm. Art Simone also she, I think it's in a confessional, she says, I'm known for my Jane Turner impression of Kath and Kim. I don't know, I've never seen the show Kath and Kim, so I don't I didn't understand that reference. Mm. But Art Simone was like, I'm known for Jane Turner. Like people know I can do that impression. So she was like, I'm I know people are gonna be thinking that's so what I'm gonna be doing, but no, I'm gonna be doing bindi Irwin. And I was like, in the history of drag race, if you have a character you're good at, stick almost always you need to stick to that one yeah i'm not saying you can't do new ones but i think rue would rather you do it well uh-huh. than you try something new and it flogged
0: that's the thing is it's my like,
1: read on Rue's feelings like it.
0: if you're going to take a risk you better nail that risk or like you're going to be in the bottom because like
1: yeah it's just not gonna necessarily go well
0: yeah and i think that's what happened to art she's like well i want to do something different and then spoiler alert as we will see didn't work out for her yeah oh uh it was it was uncomfortable also in the workroom we had ketamine deciding between two different characters between doing dr seuss and carol baskin Mm
2: -hmm.
0: from tiger king i think those are so random to be just like it's nowhere similar at all like you're gonna be an old man or you're going to be a psychotic tiger lady woman
1: for me, this this was more interesting to me because Electra Shock is talking to Kidamine, and then Anita comes over and is talking to Kidamine. And we talked last week a little bit about how is there like a rivalry between New Zealand queens and Australian queens. And I kind of said maybe it's for more well-known queens uh-huh. rather than less well-known queens, but... I actually did see, like, I was like, oh, all the New Zealand queens are talking to each other. They're not, and like all the Australian queens are talking to each other about who they're being, which I did think was interesting because I I hadn't gotten that vibe as much. I know that all the New Zealand queens literally work together in the same club. right? So like, it could just be a,
2: your friends you're like
1: close with yeah. them type thing but it was really interesting to me I was like hmm they are all just hanging out together but and, yeah Anita I, also
0: had like the great cutaway of being like I'm not gonna try and steer her the wrong direction but if it happens that way well I'm not gonna be mad at it
1: yeah I it's kind of like that that meme where it's like when someone asks her advice and you give it, but then you go, but do whatever you want because, like, you don't want the blame. Yeah. So, if it goes
0: wrong, you don't want.
1: Yeah. Cause, like, what if, what if you had encouraged her to be Carol Baskin and it had gone terribly? Right. You would have felt a needle would have felt a lot of guilt. So I think she was just kind of like, what do you want to do? <laughs> Cause, like, I'm not getting involved because the, the minute you can blame someone else, it's going to get messy. So yeah.
0: what, what do you want to do? What are you going to do? But speaking of what everyone is going to do, we finally get to the Snatch game and we have Karen from Finance being Dolly Parton.
1: Wait, can I just really quickly make a comment about this before yes. we talk about the performance? Karen from Finance says, no one has ever done her on Drag Race before in for reference a snatch to, game. or for Snatch game, yeah. in reference to Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. In my own head, I was like, with good reason, mainly because. Dolly is iconic. Yes. And I would just not, if I were going to do Snatch Game, which I don't think I would ever be funny enough to do a Snatch Game well, but with good reason. She's a gay icon for a lot of reasons. And it's a big cross to bear almost. And I was like, you've got to,
0: if you're going to do it, you got to do it perfectly. Like, honestly, I think Trixie Mattel could do Dolly Parton and do Dolly Parton well, but that's also because Trixie Mattel lives her life as if she is Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. You know, she knows everything about her. But other queens we had Art Simone as Bindi Irwin, Coco Jumbo as Lizzo, Anita Wiglet as Queen Elizabeth II, Scarlett Adams as Jennifer Coolidge, Electra Shock as Catherine O'Hara, more so her character of Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek maxi shield as magda we had etc etc as lindy chamberlain and kidamine as dr seuss i was shocked that i knew pretty much everybody because i thought australian drag race i'm gonna have no idea who these people were the only two that i was had truly no clue was maxi shield as magda sivaboski if i'm saying that last name so I'm looking at
1: how it's spelled oh, okay. or how it's pronounced Zabansky.
0: Zabansky. but she is Zavansky, even oh, she is a comedian actress she has been in films like babe and babe pig in the city uh, she's also a huge same-sex relationship advocate becoming a huge act for lesbian gay bisexual transgender and gender diverse intersex questioning queer asexual and more yeah so she does a lot of those things she's been one of the really one of the big front runners for same-sex marriage in australia so she's kind of like honestly like if i were to equate her to somebody in usa usa lol somebody like in the united states that we would kind of see her as i feel like i would put her as like the rosie o'donnell that's just me kind of reading from magda's wikipedia page but that's kind of like the feeling I get from her. Mm-hmm. And then we had et cetera, et cetera, as Lindy Chamberlain, who I had no idea who this was, but Aggie kind of explained her a little bit. So um,
1: I had to look her up because I thought I knew who she was. And then I wasn't, I was like, well, let me just make sure. But there was a case, I think in the seventies, I'm going to look it up right now, but everybody knows the saying the dingo ate my baby. So this is a New Zealand woman who was wrongfully convicted in a murder trial about this woman who her daughter got murdered and they were like you did it and she was like no the dingo ate my baby like that's like what it's sort of known what for What is a dingo? It's like a coyote. Got it. More like a dog than a coyote but Yeah.
0: Hearing that tragic backstory
1: I mean literally who is it?
0: Reese. Oh, in the workroom I think it was Karen being Karen's
1: late. like I don't know where the humor is in that
0: and then like RuPaul during Snatch Game goes we're all going to hell after this just so we're aware
1: yeah yeah
0: Um, and Reese is like laughing but then realizing like should I be laughing at this but then everyone was laughing and you kind of had this moment of like oh my god We're literally terrible people. Um,
1: So this is going to come up a lot when we talk about just like how Snatch Game went. But I think et cetera, et cetera, picking her is a reflection of Australian humor. Mm -hmm. Australian humor and British humor, I find at times can be a little bit like, we're going to go there and you're going to laugh, but you're going to feel like a little guilty about it. That was very evident in the choice of Lindy Chamberlain and then how she did her in Snatch Game.
0: Going into performances, who stuck out to you as the good ones and there weren't many
1: okay I actually wrote notes I actually didn't think actually, they were like, I took as... that back.
0: there was some that I actually enjoyed
1: watching when we get to the idea of spoiler alert Rue says Rue gives a bottom six she's one clear winner and then she's a bottom six I personally found more of them funny Thanks. than six of them being worthy of the bottom but we'll talk about it so for me, I actually I really liked Anita Wiglet. I thought she was hilarious. She did do some stuff with Queen Elizabeth and I was like, I'm laughing, but also like
0: I ah. shouldn't be laughing when she was talking about Megan and Megan's like, Well, I want to be safe. She's like, Wear a seatbelt, darling, and you'll be safe. And it's like, oh my God.
1: Yeah. Or she <laughs> she said something about like, how do you stay on my good side? And it's like, wear a seatbelt and don't say and I was like...
0: They were, like...
1: I was like, we're pulling no punches. Yeah, like...
0: Yeah. But it was hysterical. Uh, like, I was, will give it, it, was it to her She was hilarious.
1: I thought she was one of the ones who had good banter with the judges. Uh-huh. She was really funny. I thought... <laughs> Again, we'll get to critiques later. I thought ElectroShock was very funny. Same. I thought she was very same. funny as Catherine O'Hara. Did she sound like Catherine O'Hara? Not really, but like Catherine O'Hara has such a very specific voice. Again, I'll hear the critique about like, maybe pick someone whose voice you can do. But I thought she did such a good job of selling it. I wasn't even that mad. Like, I was like, I think I don't dislike what you've done.
0: I think Electro Shock was kind of like, maybe not, she didn't feel the most confident. So she picked somebody that like, whatever you say as this character is going to be funny and it can be ridiculous. And you can kind of like make those easy things because oh. the character is going to be that way. And I think that's a great way to go if you're feeling at all uncomfortable about doing stage yeah, games. I thought
2: she was I, funny i like I she was really funny
0: i'm also gonna say it I thought Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera was hysterical. I didn't know who Lydia Chamberlain was, so I didn't get all the jokes and the references, but, like, whenever she spoke, I was pissing my pants laughing.
1: I was not pissing my pants, but I thought Scarlett Adams was really funny as Jennifer Coolidge. Like,
0: yeah, I
1: thought her jokes were pretty funny. I know they were a little bit one-note, which, again, we'll get to critiques, because I, I feel like you can't talk about their performance without also talking right. about the critiques. But, again, I thought a lot of them were funny. I do think there's something to be said for the idea that like British and Australian humor maybe it's doesn't different. land in the same way, doesn't read in the same way. Like they were, I, some of the jokes you were a little bit like, ah. it's kind of like the scene, Spooky Mormon Hell Dream in Book of Mormon where you're like, I should not be laughing. Like this is, this is like, we've done a whole bunch right now. Yeah. And so there were a few moments where you were like, nah. <laughs> but like you were still laughing. And I, I don't know. I, so I feel like I liked Kitamine as Dr. Seuss. Was she the strongest Dr. Seuss ever? No. But I did very much appreciate that she was making up rhymes in real time Uh. as Dr. Seuss, coming up with really funny ways to explain her answer. Like, that to me is harder than being funny. I was like, you're literally doing this in real time. It's like watching people improv rap. Like when you watch, um, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and you're like, how the fuck are you? Like, how are you freestyling right now? Like, we went to Freestyle Love Supreme, and I was like, excuse me, I don't understand how you just came up with these ideas. I I feel like I... So slowly compared to those people. So for that reason, I thought Kidamine did a really nice job. I also thought etc cetera, etc cetera was funny. Was it maybe in bad taste probably, but like was it hilarious? Who can yeah, yes? So yeah. like
0: who stuck out to you as the queens who did bad and why was it Coco Jumbo?
1: Because Lizzo is so fun.
0: Like girl, you did nothing of Lizzo. Also like you were wearing her Sailor Moon Halloween outfit. Which is not, like, a recognizable Lizzo outfit. Because, like, to us, you just looked like Sailor Moon. And it's like, girl, like, if you're going to be Lizzo, you should dress like Lizzo. Like, wear, show up naked, bitch. Like, that, that's Lizzo. Like, show up in skimpy lingerie. Show it off, you know? And it's like, you're you're not wearing something that's recognizably Lizzo. And then also, like, you just you, she didn't make it funny.
1: Maybe it's because I've just, like, I feel like I know Lizzo now because she's just, like, so available on TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. I I feel like she and I are friends because I watch her TikToks. And I was just like, Lizzo is so personable Uh and so like funny. And I was just like, I kept thinking about like, The DM of Chris Evans, but all of this happened obviously post filming. But I was like, the DM of Chris Evans, the eating nature cereal, like all these things that Lizzo does that are just so quintessentially Lizzo. I was like, right. And honestly, she's just, she kind of reminded me though of Olivia Lux who picked Tabitha Brown Uh in season 13. I was like, Lizzo is well known, but like, how are you going to make her funny? She's, she's not necessarily someone who's funny. Mm -hmm. She's more like a huge personality, body positivity, like beautiful human. But I don't necessarily, when I think of comedians, I don't think of Lizzo.
0: It's also like she, Coco Jumbo fell into the trap of, I'm just going to use song titles and that's going to be her personality. And I'm not actually going to do her personality. And it's like, yeah, but like when Lizzo talks, does she say, oh, my DNA, I'm 100% a bitch. And it's like, no, it, it was in one song.
1: I mean, she might. But I don't. She might, but I again, like,
0: okay, like but it's, it's never,
1: now, but it's never tongue in cheek, like
0: <sighs> yeah, it's like <laughs> get it, my juice. Yeah, so and like that's like what it came across as with Coco.
1: And I feel like here's the, the thing is, I actually think Coco knows Lizzo's personality, like the way she was talking about her before is like, oh, this is gonna be great, and then it just, I think it just fell flat, and I think that's what yeah. the judges say to her too, is like, it's not that Lizzo was the wrong choice. It's just, you didn't go big enough with it or you relied on very specific, like, I think Thanks. that was the big critique for most people is like, you relied on two parts of their personality to make a three-dimensional character and you couldn't, it wasn't, it didn't land. Right.
0: We also had somebody that I thought did very poorly, which was, I mean, of course, Art Simone as been the She just, I- It she, was such a
1: bummer because she was so funny in the workroom with RuPaul.
0: She, I think she like was- I forget one of the queens said it, but I think she was, like, being Art Simone wearing a Bindi Irwin costume. And yeah, so it's like I think Maxie
2: Shield maybe says that. Yeah,
0: I think Maxie Shield just, like, brings that up, and it's, like, that's very true. Like, you were being shady and, like, making reads, but they weren't things, like, nothing about it brought it back to Bindi Irwin, you know? Like, you could be crazy and over-the-top version, like, Queen Elizabeth II would never say the things that Anita Wiggler is saying. She's like saying things that reference back to her being Queen Elizabeth. And art was kind of just saying shady things that never reference back to her being Bindi Irwin. Or when she did try to reference things, she was going like a long tangent about Mm -hmm. animals. And it's like, none of this is funny, girl.
1: Something I've learned, and again, I'm just a fan. So like, take anything I say with a grain of salt. I feel like with Snatch Game, you kind of got to get in, get out with your joke.
0: Yeah. Quick I, banter.
1: It's about, like, keeping the pace and making it funny and quick.
0: Leave them wanting more. Leave it so yeah. Paul wants to come back to you.
1: Yeah, and I feel like Art Simone, Karen from Finance, and even at Times, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, or Coco Jumbo, sorry, Coco Jumbo, I felt like they were trying to explain the joke and then that it took away from the landing of the punchline. I also I was disappointed by Karen from Finance because I one I love her. She and set I the lo- expectations she that so she was going to be. She great. also was so funny in without speaking last week as yeah. like on the runway. Yeah, I was like she's gonna be hilarious as Dolly, and it just yeah. felt flat. Like I was like,
0: we're. I mean, like we're, this is what we were talking about at the beginning. She set this expectation of being mm-hmm. an over the top funny campy queen, and then like as soon as she didn't meet that, we we're like, oh my god this is like you set the bar and you didn't hit that bar and i, I think that's kind of what happened with maxi shield too because mm-hmm. maxi has like set up this narrative that she is a funny campy girl and then her snatch game as magda like fell short too and it's like this is like what happened like you almost gotta like come in like a sneak attack like don't like set the precedent for yourself come in low and so when you do have those high moments they see it and they can like yeah. appreciate it more. So
1: I was also impressed. I was just impressed with Maxie Shield because their whole critique of her was that she was that person like to a T. And I was like, I don't know who this person is, but like, if you're saying this is exactly what she's like, like that's impressive to me. Yeah, I understand their critique. I'm like, it was a little one note, but I wow. was like, I was like, it's better to be the person. Than to not be the person, right? I personally, I would rather you do your impression well. I think we like Googled Magda obviously to make sure we knew who she was, and mm-hmm. literally Maxi Shield does look like her. Like, oh yeah, for I sure. was like, this is the right call for him because it was like, or for this drag queen because like they look similar, right? Yeah, and I think that was the other critique. It was like half and half of how these girls girls did, but it was like half of it was like you didn't really look like your person. Mm -hmm. and half of it was like well you just didn't do anything with it yeah and so it was a wild ride
0: it was a wild ride and then after this ride like that transition that's great after the ride ends we are back in the workroom
1: after the ride ends you're left with michelle's like sour face
0: oh yeah she had
1: a pout on the whole time
0: she was like i flew across the world for this come on ladies But we end up back in the workroom, and we have some of the queens walking in who are um, a bit delusional, I will say. They're like, oh, this is one of the best snatch games in RuPaul's history. They've never seen one like this. And you have Art Simone being like, I crushed it. I was the best bendier win and like just watching it like i felt like watching milk in all stars three when milk was like i will win every challenge you're like but sweetie no like no it's yeah
1: i think it's just said really well later in the episode because they come back from the challenge and they're like wow that was such a great snatch game i don't even know really who's in the bottom or who's in the top and then when there's six bottoms they're like well that's why we couldn't decide because we were all terrible because we're like,
0: all in I, was the like, same mood. Boat. I was like i
1: was like food
0: yeah you do have this you do have coco and ketamine both saying like oh i feel like i did shit and like i feel like i'm going to be in the bottom
1: yes coco and maxi shield both were like i don't know and then um scarlet adams being like coco jumbo is probably in the bottom i was like tea I was like, girlfriend.
0: Honestly, like, I feel like I would feel like this after every challenge on Drag Race. Just be like, I'm gonna be in the bottom. I'm just gonna do it. Just like, (laughs) like,
1: I think I would just mentally prepare myself to be in the bottom so that when I wasn't, it was a pleasant surprise.
0: Yeah, or at least like, I'm gonna mentally prepare to lip sync so that if I have to, I'm fucking ready to do it.
1: I don't know if it was just like the edit, but it was just kind of like, what's happening here? Like, are you guys just unaware of how that was received? I just can't imagine that they watched Michelle Visage the whole time and were like, we crushed it. Yeah. That's the part I didn't understand. Maybe
0: it was like producers being like, say this stuff like uh, maybe there's a lot of producer play to get that edit
1: i don't know because michelle looked miserable pissed like she was so mad that she was here and this had gone so poorly
0: we also had some mirror conversations um a lot of the queens talking about their families some of them were like yeah my families are very supportive and you know like they when i came out everything was great but then we had this moment of anita wiglet talking about her father who was pretty much just like you could do whatever just don't tell me that you're gay and how is very hard for them when they came out yeah like here are those moments on drag race as an out gay person with a very accepting family myself it always strikes me back to reality that my life is not the normal Life for people in my community, and it's very much like shit, like damn. So that was like a lovely moment to like hear Anita talk about that and like express. You know, I always like when we get the mirror chats and we get to know more about the girls and we get to know more about them and like their lives outside of the show because it lets you in and like it kind of like lets you see like why they are the way that they are.
1: I cannot tell you how much I fell in love with Anita Wiglet this episode.
0: Uh, I literally
1: cannot tell you how much i loved her it was just i I honestly can't put my finger on it exactly like obviously she wins the snatch game which is so exciting and it's so exciting to see someone be proud of what they did and then also get recognized for it right it's frustrating sometimes when snatch game is really good and you're like well like four queens could have won this one it was so nice to be like she is the clear winner and i it was so nice to see her recognized for that
0: ross matthews like has the moment and season 13 where he's like it's such a pleasure to watch somebody do what they're best at and crush it
1: yeah he's and talking like, about rosé right because
0: i'm not rosé in the rusical but like that's how i felt watching anita wicklet this entire episode
1: yeah it was just like it's so lovely that you found something that you love to do and that like even though your dad didn't necessarily appreciate you for who you are your mom did and you just like found this beautiful like he's not bitter about it he's not sad he's like like he's sad but he's not like angry he's just like and the producer says what would you say to your dad and I like obviously like Loki started crying I was just like Anita like I love you so much and she was just I think Rue earlier in the episode has this moment where she says to her she's like what are you like when you're not like when you're low energy like are you (laughs) ever not like this and I think it speaks a lot to why Anita Wiglet potentially is the way she is is it's not because she's trying to like put on a front or put on a like show it's that she's like this is how I want to present to the world I want to I want people to feel joy from my presence and so like Mm -hmm. that's who I am and I was just like I love you and it was I had a moment with her this week I was I loved
0: her this week like loved I mean like she hasn't been our favorite from like meet the queens or last week's episode but like this episode like completely changed my point of view on her they were they were saving all the good content
1: Anita Wiglet for episode two yeah they're
0: like we're gonna make you love her episode two and and like it worked I'm a, a fan
1: yeah she's so fun and like I think she's also very different from the rest of the queens like she is like a very like a different vibe just a different feel in general for how she approaches drag how she approaches others like it's just different. Uh-huh. I She's going to win Miss Congeniality if she doesn't win the season because she's not going to yeah. drag people through the mud. She's not going to be mean. She is like kindness embodied is my read on her. And Because she, even when um Kidamine kind of like dragged her a little bit, she very much in kind was like, yeah, well, Kidamine also does that when she feels like a little bit, you know, self-conscious. So like, sure, tell me what she said, but she's never mad. She's never angry, yeah. which I just, oh, what a delight.
0: I, a delight. Continuing on in the workroom, we had a, another guest spot instead of from Kylie Minogue, her sister.
1: I'm assuming. Danny.
0: Danny Minogue. This was during
1: Untalked, right?
0: No, it was before they went out for the looks. I think.
1: It's during Untalked.
0: Was it during Untalked? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about it here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I I was going to skip over both of these guest spots because they were clearly pre-recorded and the queens were clearly not talking to them. No,
1: they were talking to Danny though because she was talking to them about their outfits and they asked her what to do when their performance isn't as good as they would have wanted it to be
0: okay I, they were just like it was just seemed... after
1: they both it was after the six had been called the bottom six
0: it was just like to me both of these guest spots just like seemed random and irrelevant but also like i guess the minogue sisters aren't important to me because i don't know much about them so maybe that was another reason why i was like didn't care too much
1: the minogues are very important to australia they're very so it might important have to been australia more, yeah
0: but we it's just wanted to note that we did get another cameo from a Minogue and this one was Danny,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but let's get into the runway. Boom, boom, boom. Nick, we do
1: not have the rights to this.
0: It's just, I'm, I'm doing acapella.
1: Category is sea
0: sickening. We are going to toot and boot the looks from the sea sickening category. Again, I just want to express we are fans of the show and this is just opinions. We don't know anything about putting a look together for drag professionally. So, like, please don't take this as us trying to read these girls. It's just giving opinions on looks. And it's fun. We're doing it for fun. We swear that we're not mean people. Coming out first, we had Art Simone and Bitch. If you're going to bomb the Snatch Game, this is a look you're going to come out of.
1: God, she looked so good.
0: It was... An absolute, too. It was gorgeous. Yeah,
1: she looks like a beautiful version of the mermaids in the Harry Potter movies.
0: Oh, I see that. I love that. She
1: looked stunning. She had like a
0: grill on her teeth to get for those spiky looking Mm -hmm. things. And then her
1: hair looked like it was underwater and like flowing underwater. I thought she looked stunning. I
0: loved it. Next out, we had Ketamine.
1: I actually really liked this.
0: Yeah, I, um, I liked it too. It's a two for me.
1: I was shocked because it's not what I was expecting her to come out in. I mean, we'd seen so little of what their outfits would be. I just uh-huh. like, I don't know. In my head, I was like, this is not what Kimmy's going to look like. And she came out and I was like, you look great, she's bitch. Doing she doing looks like, like uh, an ice princess version of Ursula.
0: Oh, I was think she's doing like this jellyfish fantasy.
1: I, I think the hair... And the wide set red brow with the purple uh, eyeshadow yeah. gave me Ursula vibes. I see that. I really liked it. I, I liked it. I think, no matter
0: what it was, I liked
1: it. I think also because it was unexpected for ketamine. Mm-hmm. I think... Up until now, last week we weren't wowed by her things, not because she's not great, but just like we felt like, eh.
0: They were, mad. it was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: this, like, she walked out and I was like, is that ketamine? Like, I didn't, if they hadn't put Kidamine's name underneath it, I wouldn't have known it was her. That's how much of a I loved transformation. It. Yeah, no, I, was. Loved
0: it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it um next up we had etc etc
1: Being a deep sea diver
0: being a deep sea diver and like honestly this was one of my favorite looks this week and i think alert,
1: none of the looks are really bad
0: no but (laughs) i think this was one of my favorite because it was so different than what everybody else did everyone was like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do this like underwater sea witch vibe and etc etc i was like no i'm gonna be a deep sea diver helmet and all full-on pantsuit
1: i think my favorite thing about their look was when they took their helmet off and Mm -hmm. they had this stunning like set 1930s 40s like pinned back like very great Gatsby-esque almost wig and I was just like they didn't do that like they look so good I also
0: loved like their (laughs) overtalk or overlay of them like explaining their outfit they're like I've got my boots on and they're made for walking and I was like like Go off. I love everything about you. It was
1: a two for me as well. Biggest
0: two. Coco Jumbo. It's a two that gets the job done.
1: I wrote, she looks gorgeous, but I'm on the fence about it. And I can't tell you why. I think it's because, again, very similarly to Kidamine, it was Ursula inspired. Mm -hmm. To me, it felt like she didn't go as far as Kidamine. But I think her makeup and wig really pushed her over the top
0: her makeup has been on point so good every like ever since she's been on screen her makeup has been perfection and
1: i i want to know what she got this week. she looks stunned. yeah
0: i think the outfit it's it's like that outfit could have very easily fit into a different category yeah, it wasn't seasick then.
1: again the makeup and the hair took it to sickening.
0: yeah but again like i don't not like it no me i'm still like happy with it anita wiglet's I liked this Same. I thought it was very interesting it reminded me of like an old renaissance painting of sirens with like mm-hmm. the wind blowing the hair the she exaggerated like Venus body yes. The Botticelli, uh, yes
1: painting I really liked this again I don't think I disliked anyone's look but we'll get there but yeah. I really liked this I thought it was so fun I loved that her wig was like plastered so it looked like it was waving in the wind. Mm-hmm. I stand.
0: I stand. Again, Anita Wigley crushed this entire episode crushed from it. start to finish. Mm-hmm.
1: It reminded me of Joe Black with the hair. Yes, and
0: yes. Food, like
1: the ice cream in the wind yep,
0: at the yep. beach. Next up we had Maxi Shield. I think if I'm going to pick like a bottom look, Maxi might be my bottom look.
1: I, I liked it because of all the pearls. I thought and I love the concept of it being a mother of mother pearl, of but pearl. it's like a tongue-in-cheek, like an actual mother of the bride type scenario, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. I liked it, but again, again, I don't think I disliked anyone's looks. Like I can hear the critiques, but me personally, I didn't dislike any.
0: It's like I, I like it. I think Maxi, Coco Jumbo, and we'll see next with Electras. I think like my issues with the looks is it didn't need to be in the sea-sickening category, you know? Like, they're wearing, like, beautiful gowns and you could put them in any category and make it work. Yeah. It's like, I think that's my my only issue with them. Does Maxia look beautiful? Absolutely. Yeah. But does it scream sea-sickening? No.
1: I thought it did when she explained the mother of pearl aspect. I thought that was very cute, very tongue-in-cheek, yeah. very, like, fun.
0: Yeah. But again, like, without her explaining it, would you have gotten the same effect?
1: Probably not, but I liked it.
0: again like I like it it's just like I wish it fit the category more but I'm also like myself and my personal drag like I'm also going to always go over the top and want something crazy that's like you're taking this category so literally like I probably would have come out as like somebody throwing up from seasickness yikes which not, nobody would have liked but i would have thought it was funny and clever so like who am i to really judge
1: yeah i liked it
0: um next up we had Electro shock she looks beautiful
1: best she's looked the whole season
0: but does she fit the category
1: i didn't really know what she was going for
0: she has like seafoam green hair and then the reference to sea is gone after that
1: i wrote i like it but it's just not as strong as the other ones i think after you can't come out after anita etc cetera, etc cetera. kidamine and art simone dress like this and think you're going to make as big an impact yeah i think she almost looked like um it's almost like if ariel got married underwater okay it's, but like, like again it's, that's me interpreting it my own way yeah. but that's like, kind of what it reminded me of i, I thought it was beautiful but i thought I she
0: like, looked gorgeous i just don't think it like hit the category on the head hmm Speaking of hitting the category on the head, fucking Karen from Finance coming out as like a shark. And then like yeah. the middle of the shark was all red and like she has this beautiful faux hawk on. Oh my God, I loved it. She looks so good. It was so good. And like, this is like what I'm talking about of like taking the category so literally of like, no, I'm going. you're going to know that dr- this dress can only be worn for this category. And like, oh, that's, that's, hair, that's like that's what hair. I kind of love about that. Also, I don't even think it was a dress. I think it was a jumpsuit
1: now that i'm looking at it yeah it looks like yeah a i think it was a
0: jumpsuit which like fucking go off
1: yeah when she took the head down i was like uh hello yeah. you look stunning
0: yeah seriously um and then last we had Scarlett adams again stunting
1: yeah and then she was also talking about how she's dressed like the great barrier reef in an attempt to like bring awareness to the fact that the coral reefs are dying which i also loved but she just like where did they say it hold on i wrote something down about this Oh. they are it was Michelle when they're talking by themselves you know when it's just a squirrel friends we were talking about Scarlett Adams look and they were like it's kind of Vegas showgirl but with coral and I was uh, like that's exactly what it is and I loved it
0: I was about it like uh, her
1: makeup was also so good in the like one piece of hair that was like stuck on her face, down her face. Yeah.
0: yes it was gorgeous and again like you can't wear this outfit with any other category and I think as we see like going on like that's gonna be like a big criteria for me and like i don't think i've ever thought of that until now yeah and i like that but yeah honestly i don't think we had any boots this was a great runway i think it was a great runway I think like, even, if someone did didn't,
1: even if someone wasn't as strong as the others by themselves you do their look they look you good.
0: still liked them yep moving into our judges of course we have mama Paul, michelle visage and reese nicholson can we talk about rupaul's outfit because i loved it it was such a different silhouette for
1: rue i was like Rue, this is so different for you. I don't know what to think. It's not that I don't like it. I was just like, Rue, what caused you to make this like drastic change to your wardrobe? I liked it. I liked it a lot.
0: Yeah, I was about it. I really liked it.
1: I was like, It was like this
0: cute little like puffed out skirt. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was very cute. I was a big fan. Toot, 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 to the moon, Mama Rue. But yeah, then... uh, we get some of the critiques from the queens. We find out that Anita Wiglet is the hands-down winner. Yeah, no, like other people are in the top, just like just Anita Wiglet. You win automatically. It's you, boo boo, um, yep. and she wins five thousand dollars from Barefoot Wine. And I just would like to point out that is two thousand dollars more than Karen from Finance won.
1: I think it's because Barefoot persons. sponsored that. Maybe it was just that Barefoot had yeah, more money to was, give.
0: Yeah, I was like, Karen's was also sponsored by somebody's. I don't know exactly who off the top of my head. But yeah, I guess Barefoot was like, no, we have more money to spare. Barefoot has a ton of money. Barefoot was like, fuck it. But then Safe with Anita and they all get to leave the stage was also Kidamine and et cetera, et cetera, giving us a bottom six queens really going off the deep end here rupaul we, we made have, a choice we made some choices for those of you who have seen season 11 where rupaul makes an entire group lip sync for their lives against each other because it was so bad it had that energy our bottom yeah
1: six, i was i was i was like maybe she'll just make them all sync.
0: i thought that i thought that was the like moment we were going to get but we have the bottom six it is karen from finance art simone coco jumbo scarlet adams Electroshock and Maxi Shield. I would like to go on record. I don't think Scarlet Adams or Electroshock needed to be in the bottom six. I agree. I don't think they needed to be there. I think so. Were they the best? No, but I think that they were strong enough to be safe.
1: For me, it was really interesting. We're gonna get into the like we're in the critiques now. So I'll just bring up some of my thoughts. Mm-hmm. It felt like Electra Shock and Scarlet, or okay, no, hold on. Let me try this again. It felt like Coco, Electra, and Maxie were kind of there because of their runway. And then Coco also didn't do well with her- Snatch. Snatch game. And then Scarlet didn't do great in her run. Like, I felt like they were, it's kind of like on other seasons where judges disagree. So they just have to talk to everybody. Yeah, And I feel like that's where we were at here is like, I think Reese liked some of these better than others. I think Michelle liked certain outfits better than others. I think Rue found some people funny, but Michelle didn't. So they were like, we just have to talk to all of them to really figure out
2: what we're gonna who
1: we want to have in the bottom two and bottom or bottom three or whatever we want to do. Yeah.
0: The one critique that they did point out, and I think it's going to come up in next week's episode based on the trailer, is that they did call Electroshock's outfit very basic. Mm-hmm. And I would like to point out this, the judge is saying it, it is not us, but they called her out to basic. And then we see in the trailer, uh, Michelle, that these basic looks are not going to cut it. And so I'm wondering if that's going to be the edit we get for electroshock next week. Yeah. But if like, it's an
1: edit for electroshock or it's more like we've burned electroshock for this in the past and some of everybody's now, doing yeah. it.
0: Like my thing with like, it's it's a double-edged, it's I don't know like how to describe it, but like we were we just finished rewatching season six together, and the judges critique Adore Delano all the time on like, you don't have a cincher, your dresses don't hit the floor and all this stuff. And to me, it's very much like, well, at this point, what is she going to do? Like, you're at Drag Race, you brought all of your outfits, you can't change them.
2: Yeah, it's, and like,
0: it's I think hard that's, to do that, right? Yeah, like... I and mean, that's like what's going to happen with Electra is like, they're going to be like, you are keep on serving us all these basic outfits, and she's like, well, I'm quarantined filming Drag Race, I can't call up a designer to give me a brand new outfit in the matter of one day. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I, I don't know, but that's just like the feeling that I'm getting from this edit, is like, that's what's going to happen to Electra. And, like, I sometimes, like, have issues, like, with that critique of, like, you need to, like, fix your outfit for next week. And, like, in filming reality, they film an episode over the course of two days, usually. So, like, you don't have time to fix your outfit if you're doing something completely different, you know?
1: We should just go through each one of their critiques, Mm -hmm. just to sort of Talk through them because I feel like we have thoughts on everybody. Do you want to just start with Art Simone?
0: Yeah, so Art Simone's critique. They love her outfit. Mm-hmm. They're about the outfit, which how could you not? Be? It was so good. um But they get down on her because bindi didn't come across as funny. It's I very would- one note.
1: I mean, I wrote down a lot of what they said and it was just like, your work didn't grow. So like, she didn't change. It was just, it was Bindi Irwin the whole time. And Rue Mm. was like, I didn't learn anything about Bindi Irwin, like from your representation of her. And I feel like Michelle basically said, you dialed it in.
2: Yeah.
1: That was my read on their critique, which I think is why she ends up in the bottom two. I do feel like there was a little bit of them being like, you think you're going to be the best.
0: And so you don't try as hard. And so you didn't
1: try as hard as you should have. I don't necessarily agree with them. I actually, she was not in my mind. She wasn't good, but it was just like, I don't know. I don't know. I go back and forth because I have also seen people do as poorly as she did in Snatch Game, but have a runway like that and not end up in the bottom two
0: yeah with me and like we'll get to it when we talk about the other person's critiques i like there was people who i think got read for their snatch game and then also got read for their runway and it was weird that they chose to put art simone in the bottom two when they only read her for her snatch game and didn't read her for her runway
1: that's why it felt a little bit off when she was in the bottom two because i was like um huh
0: um next up for critiques we have coco jumbo coco jumbo
1: and i think this is a good example of where i think the bottom six came from because reese and michelle like kind of sparred about how they felt about her even when the girls were on talking like they were talking back and forth and reese and michelle it sounded like didn't have They couldn't come to an agreement on how they felt about her. The quote that I think stood out to me was that they said, Lizzo never showed up to the party. Like she just didn't show up to the party. Yeah. You were kind of dancing around playing Lizzo the whole time. And then, like you said, this is someone that they read for both her snatch game and her look. They were like, it's beautiful, but like, it's not really anything
0: yeah it's not blowing me out of the water it's like it's there mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. so that made sense then we had maxi
1: shield maxi
0: shield this is the person that i think should have been in the bottom two against coco jumbo i I I thought
1: she was going to be because they read her for her snatch game being a little too like ding 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 and then they didn't like her look i liked it but they didn't like it they were like it's a little bit boring it's like not really
0: right and I think their critiques for her Magda impression were like, you were kind of too perfect.
1: Almost like it wasn't you, it was Magda, which I think is a fine line because at times you want it to be very
2: magda on the nose yeah. but you
1: also want to give your own personality and they were like you were just magda you weren't maxi shield as magna because well, as magda i should say
0: speaking as someone who has never done snatch game but having watched all the iterations of it snatch game i think you're you're supposed to be portraying a caricature of the person you are impersonating lindy chamberlain doesn't really act like that about her baby you know queen Queen elizabeth doesn't really act that never
1: say the things yeah but
0: like you're being this over-the-top caricature of the person you're portraying and maxi shield was kind of just being magda straight up and down
1: yeah which i think was a fair was a fair critique but i was i was shocked she wasn't in the bottom two because of it because she was read for both parts of the week same but next is electra shock and um, uh it was thoughts i feel like their critique of her was confusing for them as well as for I didn't understand they were like her, her they were like critiques. we didn't like it
0: but we loved but it but we
1: loved it and i was like huh and they were like katherine o'hara you were not
0: but you were funny but you were and you funny were and you
1: engaged with us and like made us feel included and i definitely laughed at things you said or did it just wasn't katherine o'hara and i was like here's the thing an American accent and then an affected American accent is going to be hard for someone from New Zealand to get right. right. And I had her energy. I was like, I got the it. outfit, I knew who she was. Like she was labeled Katherine O'Hara. And then I looked at her and I was like, yeah, that's Catherine O'Hara. Like, is it perfect? No. But I was like, I get it. I understand, I understand it. They,
0: they like, read her. they like, your outfit as Catherine O'Hara didn't make sense. And I was like, I don't think you've seen Schitt's Creek. Because, like, that's what Moira Rose wears. Yeah,
1: I was like, maybe she should have said she was Moira.
0: So the T with Snatch Game is you can't because characters are copywritten. But the actresses are not. So, like, a lot of the times that, like, queens will play a golden girl. Like, we saw with Elliot with two Ts. She was clearly playing Blanche Devereaux. But she was like, no, I room am of Room of McClanahan. McClanahan it's so, like you. that's the thing. like she says i'm Catherine o'hara but like clearly she's being more moira sense. rose but you can't say i'm doing Moira rose because it's copywritten it's so, like i got that she was doing that character and like the Same. voice wasn't the best no but it wasn't so far off that it took me out
1: yeah i wasn't like oh i don't know who she's being yeah i was like no i get it like that's yeah. the vibe next is karen from finance and i just like i feel like we need to say michelle's quote if you don't nail her you're going to fail her And I think that was just exactly what happened. It wasn't that Karen was terrible. Uh It was just that it wasn't incredible. Like it wasn't mind blowing Dolly Parton. It was just like.
0: Dolly also has like those like little like one-off funny things that she has said. That is also like relevant to drag. Like she's like talked about like being like sweetie i am a drag queen yeah so like, you didn't say any of those stuff. or she has like the great quote of being like it takes a lot of money to look this cheap like girl like you said none of that stuff
1: or didn't reference it or
0: didn't reference her you didn't reference I, it's weird because like i re i've heard, like previously i've like said bad things about coco only referencing lizzo songs but then on the flip side mm-hmm. you had karen who didn't reference anything about Dahlia felt like.
1: Here's the thing. She started strong when Rue went to introduce everybody. She was funny. And I was like, Oh, this Mm -hmm. is going to be great. And then I think her and Coco Jumbo both sort of found themselves treading water rather than floating. Do you know what I mean? So I felt like they were trying to beat themselves to their own jokes. And it was like, I think if you guys had relaxed into it a little bit more, but again, I think also with nine people, you're vying to try and get spotlight. So I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily their fault. Like it's, a huge number of people to try and impress with Snatch Game. So, yeah.
0: and then last we have Scarlett Adams. Scarlett Adams. Like, again, I don't think needed to be up there.
1: Again, I think her and Electroshock probably didn't need to be up there. They were just, I think they read her mostly for not looking like Jennifer Coolidge fully.
0: Well, and then they said you were only saying funny quotes from her movies or mm. from her like interviews. I'm like, yeah, like. But that's what Jennifer Coolidge does. Like, I was like, Jennifer Coolidge, if you watch any interviews, she's just one walking meme.
1: But she also like she references like cinderella story she like used that scene as like a whole thing that she did on social media i was like i don't think it's unfair to say that she was only using movie things because i was like i think that's what jennifer coolidge would do or like that to act like jennifer coolidge would be to not do that i don't i don't necessarily agree with that critique and i thought she was pretty funny they were like it was all about food, and I was like, but again, I think Jennifer Coolidge is also like a lot about food. Right. So
0: yeah, I mean, like honestly, like when I heard Jennifer Coolidge, have you ever seen the funny TikTok of her and somebody like panning up from her feet? <laughs> She's just panning up, and she just goes to her face, and just goes
1: hi
0: and then it ends
1: you have shown it to me before and I was like it is my favorite
0: video Jennifer Coolidge ever but yeah after all the critiques we find out that the bottom two who are lip-syncing is Coco Jones and Art Simone
1: Coco Jumbo
0: Coco Jumbo why did I say Coco Jumbo who's Coco Jones that's from something but it's Coco Jumbo versus Art Simone
1: oh she's in that um movie let it shine on disney channel she's the she's the girl who plays the like singer who like
0: yes yes (laughs) and she like meets
1: the rapper but it's like not really him that movie by the way everyone go listen go watch (laughs) let it shine on disney channel plus or on disney plus amazing it's it's the most underrated like early 2010s disney channel original movie because no one watches it because they think it's about gospel it's not about gospel it is but it isn't just like get into it get into it you for coming
0: on this journey with us talking about coco jones
1: but yeah but anyway
0: coco jumbo versus art simone lip-syncing to i'm that bitch by rupaul and let us just let me just say this what a letdown based on episode one's lip sync
1: I think it was more that was "I'm more That the Bitch" song. is a hard song to lip sync to.
0: So they did. I don't. I don't think you didn't watch the beginning of season twelve, but their first song to introduce you to the first half of girls was "I'm That Bitch," oh. and so girls wrote raps to it, and like that was fun, but it was also like because girls like wrote introduction raps about themselves in there, mm-hmm. and this was like just RuPaul's version, and it's just not as good.
1: I just like. I think it's hard to do a song like that where the rap is not like a Nicki Minaj or a Cardi B rap where you're kind of like you can embody them
0: doing any RuPaul song lip sync like seems as a lip sync for your life too. seems hard because yeah what is RuPaul RuPaul's a drag queen okay so how are you going to embody a drag queen when you are a drag queen
1: yeah there's not a character there necessarily to tap into I felt like while I was watching that Coco, I was really rooting for Art Simone. As you guys know, she was my queen of the week last week. But I felt like she had made, it was kind of, you might know what lip sync I'm thinking of, but I don't have them memorized the way you do. In, and I mean that complimentarily. <laughs> Compliment. As Complimentary. a compliment. As a compliment. Let's go that direction. There go. There's a lip sync where someone makes a choice, like a character choice, and you're like, "This isn't it," but then they just like do it the whole time. And I felt like that's what happened with Art Simone. She was kind of doing this weird, like, mm, 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 like character thing, and I was like, "I don't know if that fits the song." Um, oh,
0: I know what you're thinking. Who of. am I thinking it's of? Trinity, not Cabonet, Trinity the Tuck versus i forget who she's against oh i think she's against latrice and she's wearing this old woman suit
1: and the like saggy boobs and and the saggy
0: tits and you're like this does not fit the song why are you doing this and then everyone's like trinity what the fuck
1: and and she does this it's all stars four yeah she does this character thing and i'm like I don't think this is it.
0: It's not. And like Trinity, it was kind of fine to take that risk because they were lip syncing for their legacy.
1: Not for their life Not wife. for like their yeah. life.
0: So, like there was no chance that she's going to go home. But like Art Simone, like, I don't know. I guess I don't know because I've never done that before, but it's almost like, okay, like you see it's not going well and they're not being receptive to it. Maybe like switch, maybe switch, it, switch up? it up.
1: Yeah. I think there's, I think there's another lip sync that maybe is in like season eight. I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but where it's mm-hmm. kind of like that, maybe it's actually season 12. It might be a Jackie Cox moment.
0: Jackie Cox, Jackie Cox also has this weird character when they do kill the night scene,
1: oh, 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 Again, we don't have the rights to any um, of this. But this is uh,
0: Heidi and Closet, but, Like that shtick worked. Like, the yeah, exactly. Loved it. So much so that it ended up in a double chantee oh, between Heidi and Klaus and Jackie Cox. As it
1: should have been.
0: As it should have been,
1: dog. As it is written, so it shall be. You know yeah, what I mean? Literally. Yeah, it was just, she picked a character. And I, again, if you're singing for RuPaul, RuPaul's song, you should, I don't know. I It just did, it, it felt off. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the fact that she had that like mermaid Teeth makeup that also Something. threw it off. I'm not truly really sure. And then I actually thought Coco Jumbo like pulled the skirt off and like bodied that song in a way that she I did really the best liked. That she
2: could. Yeah. I,
1: I really liked it. I yeah. thought she'd bodied the song really well. Mm. I was like, this is the vibe that is coming out of the song. And so yeah. For me in that moment, I was like, Art Simone's probably gonna go home, but I'm shocked by that. And I'm but I'm I was sure. like, Coco Jumbo is better Doing in better. the lip sync. Yeah. I she objectively was just because the character she chose made more sense for the song.
0: The way she was lip syncing was just better suited for the song, and Art Simone like couldn't keep up. I would just I say. also
1: wonder, and again, this is all speculation because we don't know. But I don't, I'm wondering if Art Simone thought she'd actually be in the bottom too. I Just doubt like, it. I doubt it based on the fact that she It'll was work. praised for her runway so highly
0: we're gonna talk about art simone's elimination and like how she reacts to it but like i just i don't think she was mentally prepared and i think i I, I, I don't think think anybody on that show thought art simone was gonna be in the bottom two because they announced that maxi she was safe and even maxi's mouth gaped maxi was
1: ready to lip sync and i do not think art simone Simone
0: was was not and like everyone was like holy shit and like you look at the queens in the background they're like looking at each other they're like oh my god yeah art simone is going to lip sync and like everyone was like shook and coco i think i Honestly, I think Coco was like, now I really have to fight because Art Simone is. Yeah, she's Art so well Simone. known. She's, she's like one of the most famous queens in Australia, I would say. Like uh, uh, I think at least from the our perception, perspective, perception, yeah. our perspective on it, like she's one of the most famous. And so like I think everyone was kind of like, fuck. And that caused Coco to really turn it up.
1: Yeah. I also again, speculation, it just felt like the judges wanted to bring her down a peg or two. Like they'd seen the footage of her being like, I'm the best. Like I deserve it because I'm great. And she's not wrong. She's a great drag queen. But I was just like, it almost felt like they wanted to like have her get a fire under her ass. And then it was like, oh no, we can't actually let her win the lip sync.
0: What? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think also like, I mean, look, they could have also edited the lip sync to Mm -hmm. make it look like Coco Jones did better. Coco Jumbo. I keep on calling her Coco Jones. They could have edited the lip sync to make it look like Coco Jumbo did worse and justified keeping
1: art that way. But they
0: they chose not to. I, I mean, like, I don't.
1: It was hard to understand. Again, we don't see the whole footage. We just see like 30 seconds of it. Yeah. But from what we saw, it just felt like Coco really went for it. And Artsman, I just don't think she was planning on lip syncing. They did was... say in the workroom, "I none of us are safe. Like we should all yeah. be practicing lip sync. And I think we saw footage of everyone practicing lip sync. So I don't think she didn't practice. But I think in her head, potentially Art Simone was like, I just don't think I'm going to be in the bottom two.
0: Look, I don't know her and like, I don't know her reputation or anything following her, but I think she had a cocky attitude going on or like not, maybe not cocky is the right word. Maybe she was like, I know I'm good and I'm going to be able to skate on being good. And then she just didn't prepare enough because she was like, I'm not, there's no way that I'm going to be all right, maybe there's a slight chance that maybe I'll listen to the song once or twice, but I'm not going to really practice and get ready for it. And then it like bit her in the ass.
1: Because it wasn't like she didn't know the words. Like she's, you know, it wasn't a Valentina.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't
1: like she didn't know the words. She knew the words. So there, there was an inkling in her mind that she could be in the bottom two. Right. So I don't want to discredit her in that way, but I do think it just felt like she wasn't mentally prepared for it to actually happen. I think she was like, "I'll probably be in the bottom three because they really right. didn't like Bindy, but like my outfit will save it," which is a fair reaction. That was our reaction. We were yeah. like, "She's gonna be safe because of her outfit." And then when they announced that Maxi Shield was safe, everyone was shocked. I was shocked. I was.
0: Everyone was. Bad. I was
1: like, I was like, what?
0: Yeah. And then Art Simone sashays away, mm-hmm. and she is not. A well woman when she sashes away. Karen it's from so Finance sad. like hugs her and it's just like sweetie, you're like it's gonna be okay. And like Artsman's is like heavy crying, it's, like can't it's, even get out. It's words. hard to watch
1: at times just because you feel so bad. Because like I felt
0: so bad. This
1: is what she wants to do and what she's been about for so long and And
0: i think she also had like the weight of australia yeah like there's a
1: lot of expectations she's i think she's one of the only queens who's on this season who's worked in the u.s and done like
2: yeah stuff here and karen yeah so it's
1: like in that regards it's like you have a lot of expectation on you and i'm sure she's sitting there going people are literally gonna think i'm garbage like people are gonna think i'm and i think that's so hard too about a show like this or top chef or project runway where it's like this is my job
0: it's like profession based and it's like i didn't make it and like the olympics of my profession like that fucking sucks
1: yeah and i i can't even i can't even pretend to understand what she would be feeling in that moment
0: the producers like have a moment where they're trying to calm her down and the producer's like but like you we're here like let that and art smells like it doesn't matter
1: and I think and just, like, it just it just speaks to you to me it spoke to it just like her really like wanting it which yeah. I think is something that's so valid I think it's such a valid feeling to be like this is what I've worked for so here's hoping to have an all-stars Australia at some point I, I, I think she's,
2: international all-stars I think
1: I think she would be worth a look at again do you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. she's she would be a worthwhile queen to have back mainly because, or not mainly because, but partly because you know, she has a following. So people yeah. would watch her. People and then, want
0: to see her succeed.
1: And they want to see her succeed. And like, it's up to her to decide if she's going to listen to critique and like come back and like potentially, you know, fully go all in. It also just makes you wonder, I wonder if she's, I, if I were her, I'd be sitting home being like, why didn't I just do the one I know I'm good at mm-hmm. that I know would have gotten last, that I know I could have bodied as well as I possibly could have. And it's just it's one of those things where not even hindsight's twenty twenty, it's more just like you picked this choice and you went with it, and then you realize, like, hey, wait, this isn't what I wanted to happen—it's not totally how I saw myself going here, but
0: I mean, we love you, Art Simone. We have been fans since *Meet the oh, Queens*. Love. Like, I, it is so sad to see her sashay away. But
1: I feel like that's how we're gonna feel about every single one of these. Honestly,
0: nights. like, I felt sad watching JoJo Soho last week. Yeah, we away. Like, like them all. I'm, like, I'm a fan of everyone here. Any
1: critique we give is given with love because at the end of the day, we just enjoy them on our screen. We yeah. do. We just enjoy watching them.
0: Let us know your thoughts and feels about Art Simone sashaying away. If you agree with the bottom two. If you agree with the critiques, let us know in those comments or slide into our DMs. We want to continue this conversation for sure. But moving into our final three segments of our pod, let's give out some vibe checks.
1: I'm ready. I know exactly Are you ready? Then I'm gonna have
0: you go first. I wrote in the plan that I'll go first, but I'm not mentally prepared to go first.
1: It's at the end of Snatch Game when Rue goes the winner this week is Jojo Zaho, because she got to go home last week and didn't have to <laughs> oh endure any of this. Which is how you know that what was edited down came from a big old long pile of maybe not the best, because that literally cracked me up. I was like, Rue.
0: Are you good? Similarly, my vibe check was Rue at the judges table, like after crowning Anita with the winner being like, I mean, this was some, this was some snatch game. And I was like, the rumors guys, like y'all were mm-hmm. true when people said that this was a poor snatch game. It- <laughs> we saw it, definitely we saw a heavy edited version because it wasn't miserable to watch. I it wasn't enjoyed miserable
1: watching. to watch. I 100% agree. What was uncomfortable was watching Michelle literally hate it. Yeah. i was like we're missing pieces we're missing. we're missing stuff that's causing michelle to feel more uncomfortable that's causing reese to be uncomfortable yeah it just yeah
0: those are our vibes i said, like when the judges are kind of being like this is we're, we're gonna have to edit this to make this a funny episode the y'all. winner
1: is jojo zaho who literally <laughs> threw at home last week uh... Because she didn't have to participate. <laughs> I was Literally. like, "Oh, bro!"
0: After our vibe check, who is your queen of the week, girl? You gotta pick somebody else. I oh, know. Your yours got eliminated. Um,
1: again, I told you guys, I'm picking based on feelings. It's going to Anita Wiglet. i obsessed with her now. I, I, I. We're gonna see if I just send home someone every week. Do you know what I mean?
0: Girl, I'm Anita Wiglet. I'm sorry if you go home next week. It's the curse of. I didn't of, do it on
1: purpose. It's the curse of the coming.
0: I'm gonna stick with Karen from finance. I think yes, she was like. Like lower this week but i think she is still getting that great edit she was also very self-reflective and untouched she walked in she's like no there is a reason we're all on the bottom y'all yeah she was very self-reflective and i appreciate that queen so karen you're sticking as my queen of the week who is your queen of the week make sure you comment and let us know make sure you sign in those dms about a continuous conversation let us know we are going into our final segment of our podcast which is rapid
2: fire
1: Jesus,
0: we only have a couple. First one. Aggie, it's time for Snatch Game. Who are you planning?
1: Uh, I saw this in the plan an hour and a half ago. And you ignored ago, it? And I got real stressed. <laughs> she uh, ignored
0: it and now we're back here? And, and now it's... we're
1: back. So the irony is that like my one skill set in terms of like
0: life, embodying
1: is... <laughs> a character is I can do an Australian accent. It's not perfect, but it's like pretty good.
0: I mean, to the American ear. To the American perfect. ear, I
1: sound Australian. Yeah. So ironically, I would want to do maybe someone Australian, similarly to Rosé, similarly to Rosé, like Rosé. Jose was Mary Queen of Scots because she could do the Scottish accent so well. And with that being said, I don't know who that would be that would like
2: Newton John.
1: Yeah, but like I again, you I feel like the most successful Snatch games Mm -hmm. are when you embody someone that you feel like you know as a friend or like that you can be them in any situation. I don't feel that way about um, Olivia Newton-John. The only person that's coming to mind right now is someone who's not super famous, but it's Sharna Burgess. She was a judge on Dancing with the Stars Australia and she is a dancer on Dancing with the Stars in the U.S., Um, and she has this like crazy red hair and she just like, I don't know. I feel like I know her. I've followed her for a very long time. I like literally, it's like being on her Patreon. I like pay for her close friends list. (laughs) Um, I'm obsessed with her. I think she's just hilarious and so funny. And like, she's just like fitness goals in a lot of ways but I don't think I could do her as a like snatching character because I don't think she would have you that have much like maybe I could do like somebody... Nicole Kidman oh
0: yeah you had just somebody who's like has a big personality or like it's kind of like. yeah I feel big like Nicole Kidman
1: could maybe work we talked mm-hmm. about last week how Nicole Kidman could be kind of hard but I think with her like breathy like Australian accent I could like make that work right and I could talk about Keith Urban I could talk about being married to Tom Cruise I could talk about like all my acting choices that I've made I could talk about the prom like yeah. there's like enough there to work with that mm-hmm. you could kind of get like funny i so think that would be the bad
0: for me like again honestly if i ever become a drag queen and i go on drag race snatch game would be the challenge that i would be the most terrified for mm-hmm. i feel like i would not do the best but I, it's I, a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure i think for me i was thinking of somebody who do i relate to that's kind of like crazy and is really over the top and i can make funnier that like i can also be crazy and over the top as well mm-hmm. And, like, the first, like, someone who came to mind was, like, Kristen Chenoweth. Because Kristen Chenoweth... Yeah, Kristen Chenoweth has this, like, tendency to, like, just randomly belt out into song and sing really crazy and obnoxious. And I feel like that's very much my personality. And also that could work out really funny in Snatch Game. I also feel, like, personally, like, I could do Paula Deen, which was just done. Well, not just done, but we just watched season six where Darian Mm -hmm. Lake portrays Paula Deen. Honestly, when picking Snatch Game, I'm not picking somebody to win. I'm picking... Just who's gonna keep me safe basically it's, it's
1: hard to it's hard with snatch game because you can know a character really well we've seen this in the past mm-hmm. and then rue doesn't find it funny
0: yeah you um, also need to pick people who like you need to have somebody that rue knows yeah. or like if rue doesn't know them you need to make them so funny that it doesn't matter that rude
1: exactly knows exactly
0: so snatch game is not a challenge that i will ever want to do
1: Uh, it would intimidate the hell out of me for sure especially if the other queens were funny
0: and especially because like everybody in the drag race world knows snatch game and looks forward to that episode of drag race and so like you have that ourselves included ourselves included i love it it's like one of my favorite episodes every season but it's like that's also added pressure of like shit i need to do well
1: yep agreed
0: speaking of because we do love snatch game who has had your favorite snatch game performance in Drag Race history? And it's like such a hard question because there's been so many iconic ones. Season six we just watched, and like everyone in season six is basically strong except that, for the bottom two. That Drag
1: Race, that snatch game is so funny. Yeah,
0: you, you got Bianca Del Rio as Judge Judy, Adore Delano as Anna Nicole Smith, Ben DeLuca as Dame Maggie Smith, and I, Ben DeLuca takes my crown. Bad to the Crimes, Dame Maggie Smith. Iconic. It's hysterical. I quote it all the time. We originated the language. It's <laughs> so, so funny. so funny. I
1: also, I mean.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I also have to point out Jinx Monsoon's Little Edie on so season five. So. Oh, I, I thought that this is Tay, but I think it's just niblets for k <laughs> like it is so funny
1: it's actually kind of hard i really loved a lot of the snatch game in season 13 i love bob doing a <laughs> costume change to Carol Channing. Like he starts off funny, but when he becomes Carol Channing, I was like, "This is hysterical." It's
0: also like they're this, so like, funny. Super dark black man <laughs> portraying the skinny and white woman of Carol Channing. It,
1: like totally works. Yeah, the judges' The judges like, Miami I did it As Judge Judy is
2: uh,
1: hilarious. Uh, like it's B'lani! so fucking funny. I also I loved Got Mick as Paris Harris. Hilton. Yeah. I thought she was so funny underrated. I thought Simona's Harriet Tubman was hilarious. I know people were like, I don't know about this. And I was like, I think it's funny. I think she did a really good job. I'm trying to think who was on season 12, because I feel like I remembered liking Snatch Game on season 12.
0: Yeah, Juju Good as Sophia the Robot. Oh my
1: god, Jujubee as Eartha Kitt.
0: Jujubee as a sensible 7, seven day
1: four. Day
0: four. Yeah, like, there's just... But her
1: banter was, mo- it was mostly because of her banter with Shea Coulee as Flave of yeah. Like, I want them together. Like, them together oh. could maybe win my favorite snatch game. When you get
0: a good snatch game, it's perfection. It's when you get a, a bad, bad snatch game, it's bad. Monet Exchange, like in season 10, has one of the best snatch games. She plays Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou. She <laughs> plays Maya Angelou and it's just like hysterical. And it's like, I don't know that much about Maya Angelou.
1: But now I feel But like now I, do. Like, I like
0: love her and it's Oh, it's so good.
1: There's just a lot of good Snatch Game. It's just, it's better when they're all good. And season six, I think if I had to give an overall Snatch Game award to, it would have to go to season six because of how many strong contenders there are.
0: Yeah. Season six, there's like four different people who could have won.
1: Yeah. And I like, what about And fine. season eight, you're like, it's Bob.
0: It's Bob and like 4G's really good too. Oh, I forgot 4G was 4G's great too, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's the Bob show. Unless Rapid Fire, not really a Rapid Fire, but thoughts for next week after that promo guys it is the song challenge
2: bing bang bong sing sing song
0: ding, ding, dong. i'm think ready I are getting
1: another bop like that Nick. i'm ready
0: for the bops i love drag queen music whatever song has come out of drag race i have memorized i love them all i could do to my the point rankings. where he sings them to the point much. where it's all i listen to the only music i listen to is drag queen music and it's problematic but i am not seeking help for it no
1: So So I'm ready for other reasons, but not for that one.
0: (laughs) But I am ready for the song challenge next week.
1: Did they say what the name of the song was?
0: Queens Down Under.
1: Queens Down Under. I love when they get their own verse. I think it's Mm -hmm. always fun to get to know the Queens that way. Yes, yes. Um, So I'll be very excited to see what we choose to do. It does seem like it's going to be two teams of four singing the same song so um, very
0: reminiscent of uk
1: uk season two i loved um, they did in one, oh they did two. it in season one yeah, too yeah, i meant yeah. that yeah, yeah yeah i forgot i liked in season 13 when they had different songs so it's just those two songs were hits but um I
0: and mean, you had lucky oh season 13 was filled with so many good shit
1: we can't talk about it it's- we're not talking about season 13 but i also sometimes just like don't like the song in general so i'm like okay season 13 had a ton of bops but like i don't love bing bang bong Uh,
0: i know it's grown on me
1: it's grown on me since nick just sings it constantly like i'm not upset it's just like it's not her fave it's not my fave so i'm very intrigued to see what it sounds like um i'm hoping jamal sims has quarantined and he gets to choreograph but i'm guessing he probably didn't so i'll be intrigued to see if it's queen oh, yeah. choreography like they have to make their own choreography the only dancer that. is Electra Shock. so
0: and like we did get teased with some drama with Electra Shock being like apparently she
1: maybe it's related to choreo maybe then. it's
0: related to choreo but apparently she puts her foot down and all i was like girl like you gotta like can't it's a group challenge we gotta do it this way and she's like no but so Curious to see how that works out. We also got, like, a lot of heavy commentary from the judges when they're all looking at the looks. So I'm I'm very interested to see next week. Honestly, I've been loving this season. I know it's only been two episodes, but it's I'm, great. In. I'm in.
1: It's great. T-shirt. I think it's, it's really fun. I think the queens are just so lovable, like even if they have a misstep or whatever it is, it's just, they're so lovable. I I think we're just gonna be sad to see someone go home every week. So I think I'm just going to enjoy the ride and have some fun and enjoy watching a show that I just love so near and dear to my heart and just like let the fun continue. So thanks for coming on this journey with us.
0: Yeah. And with that, roll that outro. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Escaping Reality. We are so grateful to have you all in our podcast fam. If you liked this episode, make sure you are subscribed and give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow for new episode notifications. We love interacting with you and want to hear your take on each episode as you watch. Slide into those DMs at Escaping Reality Pod on Instagram or tweet us your feels at at ESC Reality pod on Twitter. Go ahead and hit us up. We're excited to finally watch a show in real time with y'all and can't wait to go on this RuPaul's Drag Race down on journey with you make sure you follow us on social media to see how you can interact with us about the show and your favorite queens and looks we have lots of fun episodes planned so stay tuned for all your survivor and rupaul's drag race down under content thanks for listening and thanks for escaping reality with us